I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I have been uh, lost in the sauce that is Stranger Things season four. Um, so I have like barely, I've, I didn't even rewatch. I've, and under normal circumstances, I probably would have rewatched this episode multiple times. Um, but I have been fully on that Stranger Things train. Um, so I'm curious, since you're coming out of this fresh, to see. Uh, Here's some of your reactions. Um, yeah, interesting. I have like after after I started season two of Stranger Things, and I, after like binging season one in like one mm-hmm. day, yeah, because it was so fire. And then like after season two started, I was kind of like, ah, I, I don't know, I don't think I like where they're going. I'm not even gonna keep okay. just like stop watching after like two episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's getting so much hype. Yeah, it. I mean, it's, it's, they had a four year gap between this season and the last one. And that's a long time. And I kind of, I kind of had like, you know, five or six years ago, I was like, Stranger Things, I'm going to make this my entire personality. It was one of those shows that like, I, I am fully obsessed. I am going to wear the t shirts. I'm going to make playlists off of it. Like, I, um, and then it kind of just, it kind of fell out of, the general zeitgeist or just the general like kind of focus and then re-watching some of these episodes and Lacey had to watch season three for the first time to catch up and just watch it was like son of a bitch you got me again I'm back yeah. in <laughs> like the the formula still works like and it is a formula it's a very try it's 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 I tell people Stranger Things is like a thousand tropes just stacked up in a trench coat on top of each other and i mean fuck it it still works it still it still gets me every single time i still get reinvested i'm still uh you know so but uh today's episode of buckets and beyond is not about stranger things as much as i would love um maybe we'll, maybe we'll get uh, i've got some guests we can we can hop on a pod and do some stranger things. Yeah, you got me wanting to rewatch episodes. it now. I, I didn't know you were that I didn't know you were that into it. But like now that I know you're into it, yeah, I kind of feel well, like I should I, check it out. <laughs> again, it's it's been a four year gap. So like I haven't been into it in a minute. Um but yeah I, Lacey and I finished season four a couple of days ago, like Thursday night or something. And I was like, you know what, screw it. Like I'm I'm stuck I'm wrapped up in it. I'm gonna rewatch season two. And then uh, maybe I'll, it is one of those shows that I have probably rewatched it the most, partly because the seasons are so short um, typically, but yeah, like you can watch an entire season in a day pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. Um, And there's an argument to be made trying to pivot us back to Kenobi. Um, There's an argument to be made that like shows like Kenobi exist partly due to the success of Stranger Things. I think, um, Kenobi is really like a six hour long or a six episode movie. Um, and I think Stranger Things popularized that format. Um, it was one of the early streamers that just was like, hey, what if we took this concept that could be a movie and what if we just turned it into a 10 episode or a nine episode uh, arc of 
you know, a larger story. We can go a little bit more in depth with some of these characters. We can do a little bit more over the course of that runtime. Um, and I feel like Kenobi, Mandalorian, um, some of these shows that are like, oh, it's just, and there are self-contained stories within Mandalorian. Mandalorian's not quite um, like Kenobi in that regard. Um, but yeah, it's it's been interesting to have like this this show Kenobi that has captured so many Star Wars fans' focus, and I'm fully and I'm fully like, nah, guys, like I'm rewatching all of Stranger Things. I'm trying. I'm looking for clues. I'm keeping notes. Like I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. figure figure this mystery out. Partly because I think Kenobi doesn't have a ton of necessarily like mystery to it. Um, I mean, we're still trying to work three episodes in, we're still trying to figure out what exactly are the motivations of Riva, uh, the, um, the, the primary like inquisitor antagonist in the show. Like, we're in a tough spot now where Obi-Wan is and where, where little, little Leia is. Um, Luma, her name is Luma. <laughs> Luma, Luma, yeah, yeah. Her, his, his, his nephew, his, his daughter. Um, yeah what maybe we can just start generally jay what were your reactions to episode three um where the story is going uh maybe some anything that you expected or didn't or things that you didn't expect that kind of um shocked you yeah i um i really enjoyed it man i've i'm really liking kenobi like mm -hmm. a lot and for the first time I'm like seeing myself as a Star Wars guy. I'm like looking at Wikipedia, which I wasn't even like. I didn't even really know that was a. I didn't that's know that's a gateway. A that's a gateway drug. You, yeah, I'm like that's how like, it I'm starts. Like, that's how it starts. Wikipedia, bro, just clicking stuff like like just going in like wormholes, just clicking this character and then clicking. Okay, well, what they did that? Okay, they were part of that. They, like it's like mm -hmm. for the first time, I'm like becoming a Star Wars guy because because of this show. It's the show that did it. So I mm -hmm. mean, I thought episode three. I thought they killed it, man. Like. They gave us a little bit of what I wanted. Like they gave us badass Darth Vader. They gave us a mm -hmm. sword fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Like, yeah, like, but they didn't. They didn't overdo it. They didn't make it like this big. They yeah. could have made it, you know, like a whole twenty minute long thing that they spend millions of dollars on. But like, you know, kind of, kind of subdued it. Kind of like they gave they gave us a some some a taste. Tease. Yeah, yeah, an appetizer. An appetizer. Yeah, like a Costco mm -hmm. sample platter, you know, like, I, like mm -hmm. this episode was a, a good Costco sample platter, but not like great moments between between Leia and and Obi-Wan when they were on the on the um, on the bus mm -hmm. trying to get get off the mining planet, like like the um, the way uh, what's her face, the spy saved the day was mm -hmm. clever and, you know, very Star Wars, very, very action movie, but but also very clever, like. You know, the pacing, everything about it was was really cool. Like I did, I liked it. I love seeing Obi Wan or love seeing Vader. That was the highlight of my thing. Like Darth Vader, yeah. they knocked that out of the whoever designed Darth Vader, like just George Lucas, whoever man, they, they deserve all the money in the world. They probably have it already, but yo, it's just like, I, like I cannot be more satisfied to be honest. Yeah, I'm curious what you think about it coming off the Stranger Things high, which clearly I'm sleep on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, what do you think? I generally like um generally I love what I've seen in the show. I love I think at, at its heart like the emotional core of the show is really strong. You have like a broken 
kind of hopeless protagonist in Kenobi who is maybe learning how to be a Jedi again, learning to hope again, learning to hold on to kind of um, who he was, or maybe learn to trust himself again. Cause I think, you know, he's dealing with that, that, that incredible, like I am what you made me. Like he's being, he, all of his past mistakes and all of his past, if you want to call them sins are coming back to kind of haunt him quite literally and he's got to fig- he's got to figure this shit out, or or he's gonna die. And Le- and obviously we know Leia escape like Obi Wan Le- like we know we know the end result sort of, but it's it's gonna be really interesting to see how we get to that point because as of right now I love I love the dynamic between him and Leia. Uh, it's yeah the the show really just knows how to tug on those heartstrings uh, perfectly well. Um, uh, there yeah. are times there are times I'll say this the only critique I kind of have is that there are times where I'm reminded that this is a TV show um, and and not to not to besmirch like the production value but the, like movies there, there's just there's a gap sometimes between like the wow factor and the production value of a movie versus a TV show. And some TV shows have been able to like eclipse that gap or close that gap. There have been a couple of episodes of the Mandalorian. There have been, um, there have been moments in TV shows to make the stranger things comparison. I talked about how it's really just like a big, long movie. It's like, what if we made a 10 hour long movie? Um, comparing those two there are times where the kenobi show feels like okay this feels a little like low rent or a little it's it's hard for me to specify moments but the emotional core of the story is really really strong um i like how they're building up maybe the confrontation between him and vader he's kenobi is obviously overmatched he is he is unbalanced he doesn't know he he hasn't held his he looks like he hasn't held his lightsaber and wielded it and probably like since he he um killed anakin or killed anakin or took his took his legs out from under him um so yeah i really love that um something that i'm curious to get your opinions on and i've seen a lot of reactions to on twitter is i love how we're getting to see um this galaxy under kind of fascism under like an imperial totalitarian like and you see these little pockets of resistance you see kumail nanjani smuggling kids out to like escape the empire you have um uh, i believe is it tala who saves him in this episode um i got i'm forgetting the character's name um yes tala indira varma from game of thrones who shows up as like a, as a spy or a um, kind of like early rebellion um, operative kind of vibes. Uh, and I'm hoping that we get to see more of that and maybe get to see how that impacts Obi-Wan in a way to see like, hey, you may have given up, but there are a lot of other people in this galaxy who have not given up yet, who are still fighting and clawing and trying to like protect and save people. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm curious yeah. what what did you think 
What did you think about um, our friend Freck, the mole man uh, fascist truck driver? <laughs> you know, it's messed up. <laughs> I hate to make this political. He reminded me of like, a, uh, when I saw he had the stamp on his truck, he yep. reminded me of like a Blue Lives Matter guy. Yep, like... <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if this is what this guy is. And like, yeah yep sure enough pretty much yeah i was so i was like i love i love anytime we get like new creatures or new little aliens or just weird anytime star wars just does like weird stuff and i was like oh my and late we were i was watching with Lacey. he's like oh my god that's a mole man he's a he's a mole guy like he's just a mole yeah and i loved his voice and then we see that flag on the back of his truck and we're like, oh no, Freck! Like, yeah. We tried. We I believed in you. <laughs> it's like I was rooting for you, and yeah. it turns out like, I saw someone tweet, "Where was where was Freck on January 6th? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely gives. Uh, I know, I know some Star Wars fans, most a lot of Star Wars fans who look like me and and uh, sound like me, who hate when oh no, Star Wars is political. Um, I love it. I love it when we get into those moments. That's like, oh, this um, this reminds me of some kind of scary stuff in our world. Um, yeah, I, I really think that they put an effort to play with those things. Like, mm-hmm. and they even go deeper. They play with like philosophy as well. You know, like the, the moment with the loader droid. You know, oh well, he doesn't. You know, he's not allowed to. You know, like, look, we turned off his he's not allowed communication. To speak. Yeah, he's not allowed to speak. He doesn't. He doesn't express that kind of thing. Like, but you know, you saw pockets of moments of like, okay, well, wait, wait a minute, is is that is that is that what's going on here? Like, are, you know, like what's really going on in in this guy's? Well, they yeah, circuitry? and they yeah, and they kind of they kind of make a play at like droids have um have a little bit of autonomy, or there's like person they have like personhood or like self-determined like i think tala makes a comment of like sometimes actions speak louder than words and the droid and so it's it's kind of intimated that this droid is kind of choosing to help help these help these um oppressed jedi help smuggle people out help you know eventually saves obi-wan later in the episode um yeah Yeah, speaking on uh, tala i thought that she was a um I looked up the guy's name was Wilhelm Tarkin. I thought he was a Tarkin descendant. I don't know. Maybe does he not? Does she not look like a hot Tarkin General Tarkin? Well, in the know. in the in the in the full uniform, yes. Yeah, in the full um, uniform. I, I thought I thought well, like when I first saw her on the screen, I was like, oh no, this must be. I wonder if this is like a bad guy, like an mm-hmm. even worse bad guy. Like yeah, but she ended up being a spy and everything, but. <laughs> that, that that was one thought that popped into my head i was like wow Did, were you was that one of your one of your w- w- wikipedia searches it's yes. like oh yeah. i gotta <laughs> you're right yeah i was like into... i know that guy that was the guy that freaking blew up the like he's one of the vader's right hand man like like is she a part of that somehow like in the same uniform everything you know like, like looking up the uniform and all that like okay let me get a little background on all that but yeah, I thought that yeah. was funny. But yeah, great character, great little twist there. Like I thought that was cool. Love seeing that little scene when he destroyed the probe and everything. Some some good action in the episode. And yeah, like I agree. I kind of think that um, they're gonna do more and more to empower Obi Wan and like lift him, lift him into the, um, you know, like lift him out of his I guess slump if you if you want to call 
call it that like i guess it's a depressing you know, episode like, it's a depressive yeah. tenure it's it's yeah. a it's a midlife crisis exactly yeah yeah you that's know a great way to put it your yeah. best friend betrayed you the democracy the republic is destroyed like everyone's hunting you everyone's trying to kill you it's I, yeah i can't imagine the guilt bro like the guy you were responsible for you trained him you put him on and he like decides to kill everybody like just mm-hmm. totally runs a whole coup on the on the whole system yeah that's uh that's got to be tough to deal with and yeah. i'm glad that they did more with um with his like the ptsd's going through you know like i thought it was really dope they had um anakin standing yeah hayden christian yeah hayden christian back yeah. yeah i was curious how they were going to use him because he's he's in the suit they're still using james earl jones's voice but it's nice to see them use like him as actual Anakin and not just um, dude in a suit. And even if even if they reveal his face, like he'll be all scarred and there'll be a ton of makeup. So like it's not quite. It is the actor under all that same actor under all that. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, y'all's discussion over episodes one and two. I'm curious what um, Reva's motivation is, uh, or Reva's motivation, because um, yeah. this episode kind of expands on it a little bit. It looks like she might be angling for like, I want to be the Grand Inquisitor, like I want to move up the ranks. Um, but in the first two episodes, it felt like there was a very clear vendetta against like towards obi-wan kenobi and maybe that's like hey this is how i'm gonna get in good with vader is if i capture obi-wan like this will ingratiate me to to vader i i am wondering if there is more beyond just like a i want to be the boss like i want to you know gaslight gatekeep girl boss like my way up the ladder um yeah we talked a lot about that in the first discussion that we had. Um, y'all can check that out. We had episode one and two discussion, Ben and I. Um, and Ben was kind of like, yeah, like I have a feeling that there's more to it. There's more to it. Like, and there's the, the, some things are not showing us. But I was kind of pushing back on that. I was kind of like, ah, oh, no, bro. Like, like obviously she's, she's just not, evil. She's not getting she's her just... fair share. She's just uh, trying to yeah, boss yeah. up. Like, she's just mm-hmm. trying to boss up, whatever, whatever. And, you know, like like the twist at the end of episode two, I guess, when when she takes out the um the inquisitor one with the headphones on like when, like when they take him out <laughs> yeah that's like okay i was like okay sure she's definitely like yeah she's definitely trying to like just level up in the game she's just doing her corporate savagery backstabbing her her leader for power but but yeah i I, th- I find myself through this episode i find myself rooting for reva a little bit and i guess towards the end they kind of keep you in check when when she's like okay she's about to kidnap it's about to kidnap Leia, bro. Like it's yeah. about to get real yeah. again. Like the hunt continues. Uh, so I mean, I guess they kind of they kind of real real really back in because I found myself almost rooting for her. I'm kind of so like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vader well, is like real pure evil. Like of course they were tortured. He is a he is a force. He is a force of nature. Yeah. Um, that that I that cannot like can be avoided. Can be like you can like you can run, but you cannot hide. Like you can, um very like terminator-esque and just like is this constant um force hurtling towards you and you just have to like run hide escape do whatever you can to get out of the way um 
yeah i i i similarly like rooting for i don't know if it's rooting for i'm i'm hoping that it is not just i want to move up the corporate ladder i'm hoping that it's a little more nuanced than that and i was talking with lacy after episodes one and two that and this might be a little too similar to um any of you any of you star wars fans who played jedi fallen order are familiar with like the inquisitors and like this whole you know uh the idea of like having a redemption arc for someone there's the main villain in that in that story bears a lot of resemblance to to raven that they're an inquisitor who like maybe has some other ulterior motivations um i personally so the first episode opens on um order 66 (laughs) no um my my personal hopes we're getting some technical difficulties here andrew's breaking up oh shoot am i check check okay i missed you for like the last like 10 seconds it was okay. quite as somebody walked into the room too so like okay yeah time. you were saying um, um so you, said you wish you you wish you're hoping that it's something a little more nuanced i have i came i stumbled across reading the discussion about this that there's a whole that there could be a whole another thing going on with her and how she's like actually in a vendetta against she has beef of vader personally and um that there's a possibility that she was like supposed to be a jedi at some point yeah and, like, so that theory really i haven't dug into it but like that theory really excites me too it'd be cool if um it'd be cool but also tragic if she like even tries to take on vader at some point and but that, that's something yeah, that i, I would think, like to see yeah yeah um so the very first episode starts with order 66 the jedi temple a bunch of clones show up and they're killing shooting killing jedi and there's a group of younglings um the the theory that i think that i've seen and that i kind of am hoping for is that reva or reva is one of those younglings and eventually gets captured by the empire gets turned and gets put into the inquisitor kind of program because a lot most of the inquisitors almost all of them are former jedi um i there's an aspect to like hunting Kenobi is like, this is how I'm going to get promoted. This is how I'm going to get mine. I also think there's potentially an angle where she holds Kenobi responsible for all of it. Um, like you, like we've talked about, like you trained him, you like you made him what he is. And that's why we're all dead. That's why, that's why I'm stuck in this terrible job this is why I have to pretend to be evil all the time. And like, and maybe she does want to be evil. Um, I'm generally more interested in characters that like are forced into bad situations and maybe are looking for a way out than someone that's just purely like, no, I'm just in it to like cut people's arms off and like terrorize children. Like that's what I'm about. Um, I I'm really interested and I think it would impact it would hit him on an emotional level if Kenobi is forced to like because we see that a little bit of with like the runaway Jedi in the first episode that he's like nope you just need just hide throw your lightsaber away give it all up and that guy eventually gets got and dies 
and I think I th- I think it would be interesting to see if if uh, if Riva confronts him in that way or is hold is kind of carrying this pitchfork for him because of his failure as a Jedi, not because she has to hunt Jedi as her job. Um, yeah, but but it'll be it'll be interesting to see anything um, you're hoping to see from the last. We're already halfway through this show, which is also weird. Um, yeah, it does not. Yeah, it, it kind of it does kind of feel to me like we're just getting started. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a good that's a good reminder that yeah we're almost halfway through here. Anything I'm hoping to see more Vader would be cool. Um, I, I would like to see. I would like to see a Riva that's that does have some kind of different motives. A similar, um, a similar battle between her and Obi Wan would be interesting, where he's trying to like talk some sense into her, like, "Hey, like, like I'm kind of in the same position as you, you know, like, like I was forced to make some tough decisions that didn't turn out the right way, and like that's that's the dilemma we're all in, you know, but but we're fighting each other over it, like, mm-hmm. like, like you know, there, there's at the end of the day, there's like there's the force, there's one side we could believe in, there's another side we could believe in." You know, like what what's happened has happened. Yeah, I hope that kind of comes to yeah. uh, comes to fruition. Because you're right, like it, it's it's more interesting, and it's um it's more interesting when people are in situations and they have to make tough decisions and they have to be maybe become something they don't want to become. There's some shades of gray. There's some yeah. The way the world is, like it's super relatable because that's where that's where a lot of people find themselves. Like like man, like I had to, you know, you had to you had to do something you had to you had to you had to grind from an early age so you could put yourself set yourself up to sustain yourself for success and things and and you know but but maybe you know you're not you're not you're not doing what you you're not able to do exactly yeah. yet nobody but. nobody grows up aspiring to be an inquisitor or a dark <laughs> like nobody's like yeah. when i grow up i want to be uh an evil bad guy that's that's hunting down farmers and terrorizing people um to bring it back to the blue lives matter thing like it's like it's like the cops like you know like mm -hmm. like the the police force started as like something evil like but you know from within there are there are good actors who are like yeah i mean like whatever my whole family's cops or you know like like, i come from a line of cops and and i'm trying to i'm trying to clean up the force not all not all inquisitors (laughs) not Not all all, yeah not all sith (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that that battle would be fun to see play out. That would be fun to see play out. I would like to see her go against Vader. What would be, if I could write the whole series myself, I would make, I would have that interaction between Reva and, and Obi-Wan. Reva coming over to Aunt Obi-Wan's side, like, you know what, like, let me just join you. And, and like, because I'm not about this either. I was supposed to be a Jedi. Like, I was supposed to be, Yeah. you know, I was supposed to just, like, live through the force and now I'm, I'm living through the evil hand of the government um look like let me just join your side and let's take down vader and and you know she has a tragic defeat to vader or something like like we lose her to vader perhaps and um obi-wan's forced back into exile again in a tragic ending um, yeah i, I think, I, that's, I think yeah. well i think I, I i'm with you all the way up to the tragic ending i think part of part of the point of this story is to see obi-wan at his lowest and see how he gets out of that see how he gets out of this 
this depressive episode, this midlife crisis. But wasn't that episode four? I mean, like, yeah, sort of. So that's the end of his story. That's the end of his story. But we see, we see in in the first two episodes that he goes out into the desert and he picks up. He gets those two lightsabers. He gets lightsabers out and he takes them back to his 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 hideout. By episode four, he still has those. He's actually hanging. He doesn't go out, but he doesn't go back out into the desert and bury them again. Which I think if we end in a tragic place of him like losing everything again and having to go into hiding, I think he would just go right back out and bury those lightsabers again. But instead, we know he's going to come back to Tatooine to hide, but also to hold on to that that hope until we see him again in episode four and until we see him in in the in star wars um i guess i'm kind of looking at it like i feel like episode four starts in the same place this place this this series started where he's just like in the in the in this desert like keeping up on luke like okay how's luke doing yeah and then I, yeah. I really don't remember a new hope i, sh- I should rewatch it we also um, we also don't get to see really or understand obi-wan or ben kenobi's like character on like a mental or emotional level he's really just there as like i'm the old wizard that's going to guide you for you know into the in to start this adventure this show we see obi-wan at his lowest we see him um kind of meandering through life without really a clear purpose yeah Um, i think he obviously by the end of this show he's gonna have that and have a very clear i hope we get to see him commune with qui-gon through the force maybe learn some things that way um but i'm with you i'm with you on i think part of part of his journey back is seeing you know kamel johnny's character seeing tala these people these everyday people who are continuing to fight, who are continuing to struggle, who are continuing to say, you know, F the police, like, screw the government, like, we're going to keep fighting. I think that's part of it. And then I think, you know, maybe if we learn more about uh, Reba's character and we see that she's a little bit more conflicted, I think if he is, if he sees that he's able to maybe bring her back from the brink um, and save her from the dark side from vader whatever i think that would be and also maybe if he's able to see what luke sees later on in the movie so like there's a little bit of anakin left in him like vader like vader is yeah. vader is not lost or like he he is this he is this monstrous entity now but there's a part of him that still remains i think if if he leaves if he ends the story having learned those things I think it makes more sense for him as a character as we go into the future of like, okay, now he has like, because right now he's, he's starting from a place of like Anakin is dead slash Anakin is a monster now. Uh, Like everyone is dying. Everyone that I've ever known is dead and gone. Like I can't. um, So I think how, how do we change those conditions to, to, to a more hopeful um, yeah, he does kind of like he is. Yeah, I really should have watched a New Hope in preparation for this, but it did. Just remembering from what I remember from the movie, he did kind of become like, like now, like the Force is good, like like an optimistic, um, an optimistic yeah, we entity, a mentor 
that 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 gives that inspires versus yeah um it, even his interactions with leia like i was criticizing um I, I did have a little bit of criticism for how they're how they're making leia like this stubborn like mm-hmm. she's only 10 but she's like i think she's behaving beyond her age she's like mm-hmm. real stubborn even through danger she's like no like we got to do this like what if, what if we talk to the guy in the truck what if we da 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 and and um and through all these interactions obi-wan's like nah like leia like like chill out we'll just walk like chill out we'll just you know, mm-hmm. like telling the guy with the lightsaber, like, or put your lightsaber away. You know, like, like Leia quit yelling. Like he's he's like, yeah. I guess a not not an inspiring force, but like a, a, a cope. He's coping versus mm-hmm. versus thriving and inspiring. And yeah, I, I see I see what you mean. He's, he's at I some feel point like he's got to build his way up to the, the inspiring. I feel like he's coping. he's learning slash reliving what it was like training Anakin. And maybe, hopefully, and you see these glimmers of like, oh, you just, you remind me of an old friend who was very, who was very like stubborn and and fought really hard for what she believed in. Um, I'm curious if, if through this experience of like trying to help Leia and kind of teaching her a little bit, if he sees some of his own mistakes from the past and sees um, maybe a different way forward than like, uh than just like you know at the in the first he's like he tells owen like he has to be trained like at some point like he's gonna have to become a jedi and owen you know uh roasts him or rakes him over the coals for that <laughs> and so yeah like maybe obi-wan you need to be a different jedi than you were um you can't return to who you were and expect to get something different um yeah so yeah. Again, yeah, I could talk for days about all the. the I think that's the, that is really the emotional core of this show is so strong. Um, yeah, yeah, I um, I don't. Know. I'm not like super into like. I don't know. In the past, I've been critical of like whole girl power or whatever, whatever type. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, like, but but it would be interesting to see too. Um, you know, see them play a little bit with like gender dynamics and things like how how Leia was kind of thrust into this whole thing. Luke Luke is probably just at home playing with toys right now. You know, like he, yeah, like yeah. he's not exposed to all this crap mm-hmm. until um until later. And it's like I don't know. Like I wonder if they're gonna have a comment on how like I don't know whether whether it's true or not. I don't know. However, like, I wonder if they're gonna have a commentary. I kind of hope they do on how yeah. like okay. She's kind of getting screwed over here. Reva's kind of getting screwed over here. And, um, you know, it's really the dude's fault. But, like, bro, it's just, like, you know, the guys get to, like, kind of cruise through it. <laughs> like they, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's – I've seen um, I've seen some, I think, fan theories, and it might be backed up in some of the, the novels and comic books and just all the ancillary. Like, there's a ton of other, you know, all the just Star Wars stuff. um that there's some who theorize that like you know luke ends up being the one that becomes the jedi like he trains under obi-wan he goes to find yoda he becomes the jedi and there are some people who uh think like no yoda and obi-wan wanted it to be leia uh like yoda the reason yoda is like so frustrated with luke when he shows up and like kind of trolls him when he shows up on dagobah that swamp planet and like messes with him is partly because and like and 
at first Yoda refuses to train him. And I've seen a lot of people theorize that like, no, he was waiting for Leia. He was waiting for Leia to show up. He was like, nah, I'm not doing this with another Skywalker, like boy, another Skywalker kid who's like, Leia is a senator at like 16 or 17. And Luke, and like you said, Luke is like, but I need to get new batteries for my, for my, for my, for my, uh, uh, for my hovercraft, for my, um, for my drone. Like what the heck, like, gosh, guys, like why, why are you making me like work on this farm? I want to go be a, like Leia is far and away the more, um, the better choice. Like it's, it is kind of to bring the gender politics into it, like extremely qualified choice. And Luke is just like, Oh, I don't know. I guess pew pew pew. I'll shoot, <laughs> shoot and blow up this stuff. It's just like, hey, look at that. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I've seen a lot of complaints about about Leia, which mo like ninety nine percent of them are dumb and come from a place of like of just dude bros who don't want Star Wars to have girls in it or something. Um, I I personally love the inversion that the show has done because the expectation has generally always been like, Oh, Obi-Wan is protecting Luke. Obi-Wan's going to protect Luke. Like he's on Tatooine. Like he's got to protect Luke. And then in that first episode, they flip it around and you're like, Nope, his job, this, this whole series is going to be protecting Leia. And you get to explore that dynamic and you get to, um, you get to see, you know, those comments of like, oh, you remind me of not just Anakin, but you remind me of your mother. You remind me of Padme. Um, I that's I've really enjoyed those um, that aspect to yeah, the show. Yeah, I like literally forgot about Padme, bro. <laughs> yeah, Padme <laughs> erasure. Padme, Padme erasure is a thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but somehow somehow y'all forgot about Natalie Portman. You y'all forgot about Padme Amidala. Yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah, any any closing thoughts, Jay? Uh, before we dip out, we've got we've got another th- well another three days. I will be in Mexico for uh, the night when the next episode drops. Nice. But uh, I trust Almost. y'all to hold down the fort. Um, if you cool. listeners, if you have any um, questions, comments, thoughts, any Wikipedia art, Wikipedia articles you want Jay to read yes. uh, before uh, the next episode, you can hit us up at buckets and beyond on instagram or at buckets beyond on twitter um you can catch me on twitter at bennett in twitit uh j at j bonnie texas right yep yep Yep. um and yeah yeah uh we will be back with a recap of episode four next week um and thanks thanks for listening may the force be with you